You're listening to the Am Life Podcast. In this episode, I'm talking about how to create a feel-good day every day. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jennifer Blanchard, the Feel Good Life Coach, and the Am Life is an unconventional guide to creating the feel-good life of your dreams. Conventional advice says if you want something, you have to do more, sacrifice, and work harder. But that's a bunch of nonsense. In this podcast, I show you how to work from the inside out to have everything you want and more. Here, you'll find a bridge between the woo-woo and the practical, so you'll know exactly how to create the life and business of your dreams. Because it's not either or, it's and. Welcome to the And Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Blanchard. I'm an author and a manifestation coach, and I help you to get whatever you want without worrying about how you're going to do it. I am really excited for this week's episode because we're going to really talk about the more nitty gritty details of how to use feeling good in your own life to improve things, right? So to improve the way you feel, to improve the way you go through your day, um, to improve all of the things that you're experiencing as you do go through your day, etc. And for me, um, it really all comes down to feeling good, to making that choice every day that I'm going to do things that make me feel good. And hopefully today's episode is going to inspire you to start doing some of that in your own day. All right. So today I really wanted to kind of get into how to create your feel good day. So this is especially important if you tend to have a kind of chaotic morning or a sort of crazy busy start to your day every day. This is something that is even more important for you because going into that sort of reactive energy every day is going to really make it hard for you to feel good and to feel the way you want to feel. And if you don't feel good, it's going to be really hard to attract and receive the things you desire to have in your life because everything you want is on the feel good path, right? So you have to feel good in order to get there. Um, Feeling bad in the process is not going to get you where you want to go. All that's going to do is create more things to feel bad about. So um, this is a really key thing. And this is when you hear me say at the end of every episode, feeling good is the point and the path. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So Feeling good is not only the entire point of every single thing you you think you want, right? So you, regardless of whether you want a certain job or income or a relationship or, um, you know, you want to create a business maybe or you have some other creative goal that you want to achieve, whatever it is that you desire, the reason you want it is because you think having it is going to make you feel a certain way. And this is key because if you know how you want to feel, you can start to create that feeling now without having to have the thing. And what ends up happening is that because you get yourself on that path where you feel really good, you're now actually in the energy that you need to be in to magnetize that thing to you. So when you're in a sort of negative or low vibe feeling energy, or you're just sort of, um, you know, a lot of like negativity kind of going on in your mind and stuff like that, all that's going to do is keep more of the same. You have to get yourself on that feel-good path. You have to get yourself on that path where you feel good every day, living your daily life, going through the things you go through, dealing with whatever situations you're dealing with, but doing it from a place of being proactive versus reactive. So you're being proactive about how you want to feel. You're thinking about this ahead of time. You're implementing into your day things that make you feel really good. And by doing that, you're going to start putting yourself on that feel-good path. So for me, that was the thing that changed everything. It's the thing that actually allowed me to finally start living the life 
I've always wanted, that I've truly desired, and that I was asking for and journaling on and praying about and talking about for so many years. And when I look back now, it kind of makes me laugh because when I see how fast it happened, once I made the decision to feel good and to just really make that my daily life, it happened so fast. And yet I spent so many years wanting it and wishing for it and hoping it would show up for me. And um, so it just kind of makes me laugh. But this is really because we're not taught to feel good, right? We're not taught that feeling good is a valuable thing. We're taught a lot of kind of negative stuff about feeling good. We're taught things like, oh, when you feel good for too long, you have to kind of be watching over your shoulder because the other shoe is going to drop, right? So something bad is going to happen. Or the big one, knock on wood, that was big in my family. If something good happened to you or if you were, you know, really excited about something and, and talking about it in a really upbeat and positive way, it would immediately be kind of shut down with knock on wood, right? Be sure to knock on wood or you better knock on wood because in my family, it was a belief that if you didn't knock on wood when you spoke about good things, something bad would happen. And so that was a belief that I grew up with. And so when I became an adult and really started to look at the beliefs that I had and whether or not I wanted to hold on to those and keep believing them, or if there was something better that I could choose, I realized that that belief had kept me from feeling good for such a long time because I just kept thinking I couldn't feel good because if I did, something bad would happen. And so it was better to just sort of have a mediocre feeling, right? So not feel really good, not feel really bad, just sort of be in this this little content state where you're not really, you know, too feeling good, but you don't feel that bad, you know, that kind of thing. But for me, it just, I wanted more. I wanted more and I knew that it was available to me. And so I had to decide that I was going to put myself in control, that I was going to become proactive versus reactive. And a lot of this for me was experimenting. It was allowing myself time to just figure out what is it that does make me feel good and what is it that I, um, you know, when I actually was in those moments of feeling really good, looking at, well, what beliefs are popping up or what thoughts are popping up? Or, you know, do I find myself wanting to knock on wood or thinking that, you know, I need to be concerned about something bad happening? How many days am I able to feel good for before I start sabotaging it? That was another one for me was looking at my patterns of feeling good and going, okay, how many days in a row did I notice that I felt really good? I had a good day. I was pretty upbeat and positive all day. Um, you know, that kind of thing. And I would look and go, oh, wow, okay, my pattern was pretty much three days on the fourth day, I would start to sabotage it or slip in some way. So I would forget to do the things I was doing or I would just not want to do them, right? I was just, oh, I'm not going to do that stuff today. Um, or I would just have other things kind of subconsciously pop up like, you know, a negative uh, attitude that day or I would wake up sort of quote unquote on the wrong side of the bed and the whole day would just sort of feel like that. And what I noticed as I kind of watched this pattern was that my capacity to feel good was very small and I needed to expand it and I needed to get it to a place where I could feel good more often than I didn't feel good. And at that point, that wasn't true for me. So I feel like I felt kind of bad more than I felt good, but not because I wanted to or not because I didn't have a lot of really good things going on in my life. It was more just I believed that I couldn't feel good because if I did, something bad would happen. And so I let that belief go. I decided I'm going to choose to feel good and that this is who I am now and who I'm going to be going forward and I'm going to live my life from this place. And that was really when I started to make it a 
commitment and a priority every day. And as I started to move down that path, I started to get more and more confirmation that yes, this is the right path. Yes, this is right. Um, this is exactly you know where you want to be going. And I started to download the message. Feeling good is the point and the path. And I started to really feel like this is who I am. And this is the path that I'm going to go on in life. And as I started to do that, I started to have more of the things I had been wanting for such a long time show up for me and so quickly, which was absolutely mind blowing. But at the same time, not really, because that's what happens when you put yourself on the feel good path. Everything you desire to have is to because you want to feel good. And that for me was the key in changing my entire life and now getting to live my life that I always dreamed of and getting to be in a place where I just absolutely feel happy and just really grateful and loving every minute of everything I'm doing and just trying to really savor every moment and enjoy life because to me that's what it's really about. A lot of times we think it's about the end result, right, or where we think we're headed, but at the end of the day, those are just momentary achievements or momentary things and then there's something else. There always is because desire never dies. So instead of thinking you have to feel bad along the way to getting where you want to go, why not feel good and in doing so, you get there faster because you get to skip over steps that you would normally have to do and you just get to feel good in the process. And as you do that, you realize that actually the journey is the destination. It's the whole point. And so if you're not feeling good on the way to the things you desire, it's not really going to be that great of a life for you, right? You're not going to really enjoy it that much. Um, and so I wanted to, before I get into how to create your feel good day, I just wanted to read this quote to you because um, it popped up in my feed yesterday on my social media when I was reading, and this is from one of my absolute favorite authors, writers, and just people in general. And the quote says, the reason you want every single thing that you want is because you think you will feel really good when you get there. But if you don't feel really good on your way to there, you can't get there. You have to be satisfied with what is while you're reaching for more. And that's Abraham Hicks. If you haven't checked her out, you definitely should. Um, but that's exactly kind of the point that I'm making here, which is that you have to feel good in order to get where you want to go. Because if you don't, you're not going to get there. Or if you do, it's going to just be such a struggle, such a pain in the ass. And you're not even going to enjoy the achievement when you get there because you're going to be so burned out, exhausted, and just ready to, you know, sort of move on. And so when you take the time to enjoy every day and to really find ways to make every day feel good, then you enjoy the journey more. And so it doesn't feel like you are, you know, waiting until you get there to start feeling good, but you get to feel good now. It's not something you're holding away from yourself until you achieve something or make something happen. You're letting yourself feel it right now. And that's what matters. All right. So if you are going to create your feel good day, you have to really think about how you start your day because this is the most important thing. How you start your day is everything. How you start your day is going to be the thing that sets the foundation for the entire day, for the way you go into the day, the energy that you have, the way you think, the mindset, all of that stuff. So your early morning when you first wake up, before you go into your daily life, whatever that looks like for you, doing something to create the way you want to feel for that day. So the very first step in all of this and being able to create this feel-good day is knowing how you want to feel 
slash knowing what feels good to you, right? So one or the other. Um, so you either want to know how you want to feel in general. So what is the feeling you're going for in your daily life or just in general, what makes you feel good if you're not really specific on a feeling. So this kind of works both ways, right? So I use feeling good as sort of a general way of describing a positive emotion. And there are obviously tons of positive emotions. And for me, that can be substituted for the word good. So if you want to feel happy, you want to feel joyful, you want to feel upbeat, you want to feel inspired, motivated, excited, like whatever, to me, all of those feelings are described when you say the word feeling good, right? When you say feeling good, that phrase encompasses all of those emotions, all those positive, upbeat, happy, you know, feel good emotions. So you can either define how you want to feel by that specific emotions that you think of. So I want to feel happy. I want to feel joyful, excited, passionate. You can define your feeling by that, or you can just say, I want to feel good. And you're going to think about what actually makes you feel good. So what things do you do in your daily life that make you feel good? What things do you um, enjoy doing that make you feel good? What things do you have going on that feel good to you? Like all of that stuff. So it works either way. I think sometimes if you don't really want to define a specific emotion, you can just go for feeling good. And if you can just go for that, you'll get yourself in the realm of all those other emotions automatically. So you really just have to know how do I want to feel um, and what feels good to me? Because without knowing those things, you don't have the clarity that you need to move forward and do all of the other parts of creating your feel good day. So it really does start with knowing and having that clarity on how you want to feel. And I think we talk about this a lot on this show when we talk about any type of process or things that we have to do in steps. The first one is always clarity. It's always knowing how you want to feel, getting clear on it, getting clear on what it is you want, because that clarity is what directs all the other stuff. So without knowing that, you can't know what you're going to do to create it, right? So for example, if you're like, hey, I want to feel joyful every morning when I get up, when I move into my day, I want to feel joyful. Okay, great. What makes you feel joyful? And that's what you want to know. So you want to think about that. Well, what makes me feel joyful? Let's see. Let's think about it. Well, I love to pet my dog when I wake up. I love to just like give him a hug and just like kiss him and say good morning and just take him out to go potty and just really have a little cuddle session first thing in the morning with my dog. And that to me makes me feel really joyful. So automatically, it's like, okay, if I want to feel joyful, I know I can cuddle with my dog and that's going to create that feeling for me. So you want to really have that that kind of um, clarity. Now, another thing you can do if you're not sure how you want to feel, so this is something I think that because we're not taught how to feel good or we're not taught that positive emotions are things we should be aiming for every day, uh, we actually don't know sometimes how do we want to feel. And so if you're not sure, the easiest exercise I can give you to figure it out is for you to first make a list of everything you desire, right? So all the things you want right now. And this can be in one area of your life. It could be in every area, whichever you decide. So for example, um, let's say you want more money. That's not something you desire. It's, it's something you've been wanting for a while. And that's your goal, more money. Okay, great. So then you ask yourself, what do I believe having more money is going to make me feel? Or how do I, what do I believe having more money is going to do for me? right? So you're just kind of digging a little deeper into it. What do I think having more money is going to do for me? Or how do I think it's going to make me feel to have more money? And then you can look at, okay, well, what comes up? So when I think about that for myself, what would come up is, okay, well, I know that if I have more money, it's going to give me more freedom. It's going to give me more choice. I'm going to have uh, more security, obviously. 
I'm going to have um, the ability to be more giving and to do more of the things that um, I want to do on a more giving scale. So you can kind of look at that stuff and go, okay, great. So you've sort of identified what you actually want. What you actually want is not the money. It's that you want to be giving. It's that you want to have security. You want freedom. And you want to um, be able to just feel really good about your money. So that's what you really want. You don't need the money to create that. Now, this is not to say, oh, you shouldn't have the money or whatever thing you want. Of course you should. You absolutely get to have everything you desire to have because you want it. And if it's a desire in your heart, it was put there for a reason and you get to live it out. But I think a lot of times what happens is we will think, I want to have more money. And then we put that sort of on a pedestal and we sort of keep it away from ourselves by not realizing that we can feel how we believe money is going to make us feel right now. So if money is going to create security and freedom and it's going to help you to be more giving, then how can you do that right now? How can you create that feeling right now? How can you create that feeling of being more giving, of having more freedom, of you know all of that stuff, having security? How can you do that right now? without having to have the money. And what's kind of cool, now the thing that most people would say at this point is, well, you're just saying that so that, you know, I can feel a bunch of other emotions, but I don't have to ever get my money, right? Or whatever thing you want. I'm just using money as an example because it's relatable. Um, But that's not the point, right? That's not at all the point. The point isn't that you feel these feelings so that you don't need the money. So you can just be okay without having the money because you get to feel the feelings without that. No, it's that to get the money, You first have to feel the way you believe money is going to make you feel because that is the vibration of money for you. And so if you know that money is, I know it's going to make me more giving, it's going to make me feel secure, and it's going to make me feel free, how can you create that feeling now? And when you create that feeling inside yourself right now by doing things that make you feel that way, suddenly you have that freedom, you have that security, and you have that momentum now of the feeling which is now going to magnetize the thing that you want that also feels that way, aka money or whatever it is you desire. But what you can't do is say you want more money and know that money is going to give you the freedom and the security and you know the ability to be giving and then not do anything about it and tell yourself, oh, I'll just be giving when I get that money or, oh, I'll just I'll allow myself to have freedom and to get the things that I desire or to buy the things I desire when I have the money or, you know, that kind of thing. So by doing that, you're actually living in an energy of lack and limitation, and that is just going to push away the money or the thing, whatever it is that you desire. So that's why you have to get clear. You have to know how you want to feel, and you really want to get to the clarity on that. So if you, again, weren't sure what you want to feel, this is the best way to do it. Look at what you want and then ask yourself, what do I believe that having that is going to do for me or how is it going to make me feel? And then you can really see that those are the feelings you desire. And when you create those feelings, you automatically put yourself in the same frequency as the thing that you desire. Okay, so the next part of creating your feel-good day is to create a morning ritual that incorporates one or more of the things that you know make you feel good. So this can be different. This is going to be different for everybody. And it's also going to be dependent on how much time you have available. But 
this is not something that has to take a ton of time. So I just want to preface it with that because I think especially with mornings, a lot of times we feel like, well, my morning's already so busy. It's so chaotic. Like, how can I add something else into the mix? That seems crazy. Um, But actually what happens when you put yourself in a feel-good state is that you begin to do things you never could have done any other way. You sort of bend time, right? So um, I actually talked about this on a previous episode of the show when I had Ann Parker on, and we talked about the idea of play and having fun as a way to bend time and fit in everything you desire to do each day, including the things you have as responsibilities and you know maybe things you don't necessarily want to be doing, but you know you have to do. You can fit all of that in and the fun, playful, feel-good stuff too. And by doing that stuff first which we're going to talk about in a second, you actually create more time for yourself. You actually bend time because you put yourself in an energetic frequency that slows the the time down so that you can get all this stuff done and you can get it all in. So um, that that's one of the biggest reasons why you want a morning ritual that incorporates feeling good activities. So for example, my morning ritual for feeling good is that I do meditating. So I will listen to this playlist I have of meditation songs. I will breathe for, you know, anywhere from five to 10 minutes, sometimes more, just depends on the day. If I've got a lot of like downloads and ideas coming to me as I'm meditating, I might do it for longer versus on a day where I do that and I don't get as many ideas and things coming to me, then I don't sit there as long. It just depends on the day. But I always do some breathing exercises, even for a minute or two first thing in the morning because it helps me to get centered. It helps me to reconnect with myself and with source and the universe and allows me to feel the way I want to feel and puts me in the energetic state that I desire to be in. So one of my activities is meditating. Another one is that I do mindset work. So I have a couple of different exercises that I do related to my mindset and that allows me to do reprogramming of my mindset and get myself remembering the truth of who I am and who I want to be and the things that I intend, all of that stuff. So that's something I do every day. I also do some visualization where I kind of imagine and feel as if things that I want are already mine. They're already created. They're already mine and they're here. Um, And then I also do some things like EFT, so tapping, if you've ever heard of this, and I've done episodes of this show on that as well. Um, EFT is a really fun way to release old energy, stuck emotions, or just kind of negative feelings that you have coming up. So like on a day when I just feel like, man, feeling kind of low energy today or just kind of like not myself, EFT helps me to get back into feeling good again and get back into feeling like me. So these are all my little things that I do every day. And I also like to do journaling. Um, If I'm feeling like my day just is going to be super busy and crazy and maybe even a little chaotic, I will do some additional feel-good things each morning just to make sure that I have the the feel-good that I need to go into my day and be proactive versus reactive. So When you set the intention for your day, when you decide how you're going to feel and you start to feel that way first thing in the morning, you're going to be a lot less likely to be knocked out of that feeling as you go through the day versus if you don't do that and you just go into your day, you're going to start being immediately reactive to whatever starts happening. So, you know, your coworker says something to you and gets you upset or you are late for something or whatever happens. Your kid, you know, gets in trouble at school and you have to go to a meeting. Whatever's going on, like you're going to become reactive to that and your day, your emotions for that day are going to be created by the things happening versus you first creating the emotions and the the way you want to feel and then bringing that energy into your day and all the things you have to do. So the proactive is a really big deal. 
And it really starts with creating that morning ritual that incorporates feel-good things. Now, again, this doesn't have to take a long time. You can do it for five minutes. You could do it for 10. You could do it for more. However much time you have available, it's up to you. But the point is you're doing something every single morning to create that feel-good feeling in yourself. So really have that ritual and do it consistently. And as you do that, it creates a momentum of feeling good. So then some days, if you miss it one day, if you end up having a, a day where you just like just don't get around to it, like you can use the momentum from the previous day to keep that feeling going. But it takes consistency to get to that point. So it's really important that you create a ritual around it and that you do it every day. Okay, step three for your feel-good day is that you're going to ask yourself three questions. First is, how do I want to feel today? Obviously, we just talked about that. Uh, The second one is, what does that look like for me today? And the third one is, what else can I do today to feel good? So first question, how do I want to feel today? Like we said, that is the most important question because without knowing that, You can't really do anything else. So how do I want to feel today? I want to feel energized. I want to feel vibrant. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel beautiful. I want to feel happy. I want to feel excited, passionate, motivated, inspired. Whatever you want to feel, you get to decide. So let's say you want to feel um, really happy. Great. What does that look like for you today? That's the next question. What does that look like for me today? So Today, what does happy look like for me? Well, today, happy would look like getting to work on some of the creative projects that I have that I've got going on. That would make me really happy. It would also make me really happy to connect with my friends or my family members or just sort of get to have some time to spend with someone who I care about. That would make me really happy. Okay, what else would make you happy? Well, it would make me really happy if I finished my laundry because it's been sitting in the laundry basket for a couple of days now and I'm ready to get it out, get it finished so that I can wear the clothes instead of seeing them sitting in the dirty laundry. Okay, great. That's what happy looks like to you today. Then now you know what you get to do today. I get to connect with a friend or family member. I get to finish my laundry and I get to work on my creative projects because those are the things that happy look like for me today. And again, this is going to look different for everybody. It depends on what you want to feel. It depends on what you um, are going to ask yourself, okay, now that I know that feeling I want, what does it look like? And again, different for everybody. Happy will look different for everybody. Whatever feeling you want will look different for everybody. And the third question, what else can I do today to feel good? So even though you're already going to do something to feel good, right? You're already aligned with, I'm going to be happy. These are the things I'm going to do to feel that way. And now, well, okay, what else can I do to feel good? Because why not, right? Why not add more things in that make you feel good? Now, this is not about checking off a to-do list of things you need to do to feel good. And this is not about um, forcing yourself to do stuff just because you think it's going to make you feel good. Like that does the opposite effect. This is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be something you do because you want to, not because you think you have to, right? It's not supposed to be a chore. Feeling good is supposed to be, I want to do this, right? I enjoy feeling good. I like this and I want more of it. So what else could you do to feel good today? Well, you know, you could think about, well, I probably could work out and I could take my dog for a walk or I could play with my kids or my grandkids or whatever. Okay, great. These are things you can do to feel good. Now, Maybe in this moment, you maybe can't play with your grandkids or whoever. Obviously, it depends on your situation, Um, if you're social distancing, etc. If you're watching, listening to this episode way past the month of um, May 2020, then you don't have to worry about that. But either way, 
you want to think about what can you do to make yourself feel good every day. And it's going to be different every day. So don't stress out if you're like, today it looked different than yesterday. It does that for everybody. For me, it doesn't look the same every day. Some days I do certain activities. Other days I do other activities. But I'm always looking at what can I do to feel good? What things can I do to feel good? What additional things can I bring into my day, into my life to create more feel good? So those are your three questions to ask every day. Number one, how do I want to feel today? Number two, what does that look like for me today? And number three, what else can I do to feel good today? Okay, fourth step in creating your feel good day is that you're going to do first things first. Now what this means is, is you are going to prioritize yourself. You are going to prioritize your feel-good activities, your feel-good morning ritual. You're going to prioritize that stuff. It's first things first. And the reason is because if you don't do that, you're not going to be good to anyone else anyway because you're going to be coming to every other situation, every person you have to deal with, with a less-than-filled-up cup. You don't want to do that. You want to be completely filled up. You want to be feeling absolutely amazing because when you are, you actually have something to give and share with other people. When you come from a place of feeling stressed out, of feeling like you can't get everything done, that you're just not going to be enough today, that it's just not going to be your day, that this is a, you know, whatever, that is not going to be the energy you want to be giving to anybody else. And other people don't want that energy from you. So, do yourself a huge favor and everyone else and really care about how you feel and do it first things first and make that an important priority for yourself every day because you deserve to feel good. You deserve to have the most amazing life you could ever imagine and you deserve to have a consistent feel good practice or feel good things that you do in your day every day. We all deserve that and we don't all give it to ourselves, but we could. And that was something that when I finally really got that message that feeling good is a choice and that you get to make that choice every day, it changed my life because I now knew I was in, you know, the driver's seat, right? I was in charge. I was, um, the ball was in my court, right? So we, we hear that phrase so often, the ball is in your court. The ball is in your court and you just don't realize it. But it is. You have the power to change your life in any way you want to. You have the power to create the life you dream of. And it starts with how you feel. Because how you feel creates everything else. It creates the thoughts you have. It creates the emotions that come up for you. It creates the actions you take or don't take. It creates the attitude you have, your perspective on life. It creates everything. So if you decide to reactively go through life, then your feelings are always going to be created by the things you're experiencing externally and the things that are happening to you versus you deciding how you want to feel, you creating that for yourself every day, and then going more powerfully into your daily life with that kind of energy and that kind of certainty. And when you do that, it is game-changing. There is not a single thing you can't achieve in that state. So know that and know that it is up to you to cultivate that for yourself because no one is going to come down from the sky and tap you on the head with a magic wand and say, here you go, you're going to feel good now. You have to create that for yourself. And again, it's going to look different for everybody. So this is not a cookie cutter thing, but it is something that you get to do and you get the birthright for because at the end of the day, feeling good is not 
it's it's natural. It's completely natural to feel good. What's unnatural is this belief that feeling good is a bad thing, that it's a negative thing, that feeling good is temporary, that it's something you have to worry about, that you have to knock on wood, that the other shoe is going to drop. Like that is unnatural. That is stuff that is programmed into you by society, by the people around you, by the things you hear and learn and experience, but that is not truth. Truth is who you really are. And at the core of who you really are is feeling good. So first things first, it is your responsibility to create this for yourself, to feel good, to really have that emotion that you desire to have every day and to do it for yourself before you do anything else. And I promise you when you start to do that and you start to be consistent with it, you are not only going to experience life in a completely different way, but you're going to experience yourself in a completely different way. And sooner than you realize, your entire life is going to have shifted and changed into the dream that you always desired. And you're not even going to believe it because you're going to be like, what? How did, how did it happen so fast? And realizing you actually enjoyed yourself on the way there. Why? Because you're feeling good every day. And when you feel good every day, every day gets to be enjoyable. Every day gets to be a gift where you get to kind of go into the day like a little kid. Ooh, what's going to happen today? What kind of exciting, fun things are going to show up for me today? What kind of exciting, fun things can I do today? What kind of empowering, you know, cool things can I get myself into, focused on, help people with, whatever. So when you feel good, when you create that for yourself, it just creates this energy that radiates out into the world and really creates a ripple effect that can change everything. So know that, decide that it's going to be true for you, and then take action from that place. First things first, feel good, make it a priority. Okay, the fifth thing, fifth step for how to create your feel good day is to take feel good breaks. So this was something that helped me immensely in the beginning when I was really starting to be consistent with this feeling good thing, when I would find myself like after a few days starting to realize, oh, I'm kind of sabotaging myself. I'm kind of putting myself into a not feel good state and like things were starting to sort of build momentum in the direction of, okay, things are going well. I'm feeling really good. But I would notice that I would have these days where like it would just not be the greatest day or whatever. And this is not about like feeling good is not about I have to feel good every single second of every single day, always and forever. No, because you're going to have moments where things are not working out when you're feeling disappointed, down, whatever. That's okay. You're allowed to feel however you're feeling. The point is that you allow yourself to feel it you don't bottle it up. You don't, you push it away, but you let yourself feel it in the moment, move through the emotion, and then get back to choosing feeling good because it's a choice to stay in that place or to let yourself feel it and then move through it and go back to feeling good again. So what helped me was taking feel good breaks and I actually scheduled them into my phone. So four times a day on my calendar, I will have a little memo that pops up that just says feel good break. And it's just a reminder to me, no matter where I'm at in my day, no matter what's going on in my day, I can stop and I can do something to feel good. And it doesn't have to take long. It could be five minutes, two minutes, one minute, whatever you have, but just take that moment. And so what I like to do for my feel good breaks is I like to just stop what I'm doing, take a deep breath, take a couple of deep breaths, breathe in, breathe out a few times, really just get myself feeling that that centered energy again, feeling really in tune again. And I just really sit there and breathe and then I just kind of feel how do I want to feel and then I just create that emotion inside myself and I just imagine it coming you know radiating from me and that feeling inside and then it's like hey 
I'm now shifting however I was feeling. So if I wasn't in a feel-good state, maybe I was caught in a moment of like stress or anxiety or just kind of feeling down, that feel-good break allowed me to now bring myself back up emotionally and to bring myself back up to a place where I am feeling good and that I'm really um, in a feel-good state. So that's what you're going for here is that you want to create that feel-good energy and you can do this throughout the day by having these breaks or by having these little check-in times where you just stop yourself to just check in. Hey, how am I feeling right now? Am I feeling good? Am I not feeling good? If I'm feeling good, great. How can I amp that up? If I'm not feeling good, what can I do right now to feel good? And maybe it's turn on some music, go for a walk, drink a glass of water, take a nap, take a dance break, like call somebody and talk to them. You get to decide what feels good to you in that moment. But by taking these feel-good breaks, you actually get yourself to a place where you are now remembering more often to feel good. And eventually as you do this, it just becomes automatic for you. You're just automatically feeling good. Automatically, you're remembering to do these things. And again, this is not about a checklist. You're not trying to like check all these things off. Oh, I did all my feel good things today because that doesn't feel good. Who the hell wants to do that? Nobody. So this is about in the moment. You have your little morning ritual. You know your feel good things, but in the moment, you get to ask yourself, what do I need right now? What would feel good to me right in this moment? And then you get to go do whatever that is. And then as you do that, you bring yourself back to feeling good. And then you can go back to whatever it is you were doing, but from a much different energy, which is really the whole point. Okay, so those are the five steps in creating your feel good day. And then I just wanted to throw in a sixth one. So I actually have a bonus step for you. Um, and this is something that I've recently been doing that's really helped me to um, continue that feel-good momentum throughout my whole day. So bonus tip number six is to think about what are your daily non-negotiables? So these are things that you want to be doing every single day. So again, this is not from a place of I have to do this or I should do this or this is a list of tasks that I now have to check off every day. No, no, no. Again, that is not the right approach to it. That is not going to feel good to you and that is not what we're going for. But you really want to think about what are your daily non-negotiables. So if you could create your ideal day, what would the things be that you would want to be doing in that day? What would you want to be spending your time on? What would you want to be putting your energy into? All of that. And you really want to think about it from that place. Because when you do that, you're able to see what are the things that really matter to you. And you want to build your life around the stuff that matters to you. So the more you are clear on that stuff, the more likely it is that you are going to do the things. So what are your daily non-negotiables? What are the things you would love to be doing every single day? And Again, not from a place of should or a place of having to do it, but from a place of I want to do this, this would feel really good to me, and I would love to do this every day. So some of the things that I really have as non-negotiables every day, actually, I just wrote these down. I'm going to try to find my little list here. Um, my non-negotiables for the day are things that I, again, want to be doing, want to be getting done. So here are the ones I just wrote down. Drink celery juice, drink water, have a sweat session for at least 20 minutes, get dressed in an outfit that makes me feel really good, do my daily mindset practice with intention setting and visualization, work on fiction, work on my feel-good life stuff, so my different projects that I have going on under that, that label, um, do my messaging for the day. So my messaging is like writing a blog post or writing a Facebook post, some kind of a post that I write for my community, 
it's doing selling of some kind. So selling an offer that I have going on, a workshop, promoting a book that I have, whatever, just doing something to promote my business, basically. Um, dancing, listening to music, walking my dog, taking feel-good breaks. Like this is all kind of part of my non-negotiable things. And then working on my client work and doing my student feedback for my workshops. So those are my daily non-negotiables. And those are the things I want to do every day that feel really good to me that I know would create more of that feel-good feeling for me. And those are the things I want to be doing every day. So what are those non-negotiables for you? What are those things you want to be doing every day so that you can create that feel-good feeling for yourself? But then you can also gain momentum in a direction you actually want to go, right? So for me, like I have... Uh, I'm a writer, obviously, I'm an author, and I have a lot of really big writing dreams and things that I want to achieve in that area. So I know that every day my non-negotiables have to include things related to getting my writing done, doing my, my books, writing, working on my fiction, because otherwise I'm not going to really move the needle very far in that area. So your daily non-negotiables definitely need to feel good, but they should also be aligned with whatever goals you have or whatever things that, that you want to achieve in your life, because if you're not doing that, it's kind of pointless, right? So you have to kind of know what, what am I doing this for? And sometimes what you're doing it for is just the feeling. I'm just doing it to feel good. That's it. There's no other, there's no other uh, goal that I have or anything. So like one of the things I like to do for fun is dance. I love dancing. I love music. It's one of my absolute favorite ways to move my body. So I'm not going to be a professional dancer. I'm not going to sell dance videos. I'm not going to teach dance classes. Like it's not a goal of mine to have dance as like a career choice or something. So in this case, the feeling state is what I'm going for with the dancing. So that is the goal itself, doing the dancing for the, just for the fact that it makes me feel good. So you get to decide what your daily non-negotiables are and why you want them. But just keep in mind that if you have goals, then there's probably daily non-negotiables that are going to be tied to those. And so you want to think about what feels good to me to do that. Always, always approach the way you do things every day from a place of feeling good, from a place of being proactive and not from a place of thinking you should, thinking you have to, or any of that stuff. Because that kind of energy is not going to create what you want. You want to feel good. When you feel good, you radiate that out to everybody else. And also when you're in that vibe and that energy, you're a lot more likely to be then around people, around situations and things that also feel that same way. All right, so I see some questions. I'm going to answer some of them right now. Um, okay, so what if I can't do it first because I have to take care of my family and work? Okay, so if you can't do your feel-good practice first thing because you have other things to do, I mean, first I would say I get that because, you know, everybody has responsibilities. We all have things that we have to do and that's just how it is. But still, even with all of that, can you take five minutes, even three minutes, two minutes to create a feel-good state for yourself? Can you do a meditation? Can you do a visualization? Can you listen to some music that makes you feel really uplifted and upbeat? Can you listen to yourself, like let's say, write out all the things you desire to have in your life or desire to feel and record yourself saying them and then listen to it? Like do something to just get your mindset in the right place, get your feeling state in the right place. And it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to take a long time. So if you can't do it first, like because you really just have to take care of everybody else first, which again, I don't recommend even two minutes is for yourself is always going to make your day better than if you just immediately jump into taking care of everybody else. And I know we're not taught that. So we're not taught to set time aside for ourselves. We're not taught to care about taking care of ourselves, but we need to because without taking care of yourself, you can't really take care of anybody else 
in the full way. So take that time for yourself. And I really would encourage you to just find even five minutes while you're in the bathroom brushing your teeth to just do something to make yourself feel good. Uh, Okay, next question. How do I figure out how I want to feel? Okay, so I think I already answered that one with the first step of the process, but just to kind of reiterate it for anyone who just wants to remember, um, if you're not sure how you want to feel, look at all the things you desire to have in your life, what goals you have, what things you want, and then ask yourself, what is it I think having that is going to make me feel? And then once you get to that layer, you know what the actual feelings are that you want. And that's what you want to go on, go for and focus on. Okay, let's see. I, I feel selfish putting myself first. How do I stop this? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one, right? Because we all sort of get that state sometimes where we kind of feel like, well, focusing on myself is selfish or feeling good and doing things to make myself feel good. You kind of feel like, but that might be at the expense of other people. And here's the thing. That's not true. So you get to be selfish when it comes to taking care of yourself. You get to be selfish when it comes to the things that matter to you. You get to be selfish, especially when it comes to the way you feel, because the way you feel is everything. It is absolutely everything. And I promise you, if you really, really take the time to do the stuff I talk about in this show and and implement these things in your life, you are going to get yourself to a place where you feel so freaking good all the time, you would not want anything else. And that is exactly where I've gotten myself to finally, where I realize, you know what? Feeling really good is amazing. And I would never want to go back to how I used to feel and how I used to live my life. I would never want to go back. I'm so grateful. I'm so appreciative. I'm so happy being here. And I did it by choosing intentionally how I wanted to feel every day. So I now know that being selfish is actually a good thing because In being selfish, you are taking your power back. You are putting yourself in the driver's seat of your own life and you are being intentional about what you desire to feel, what you desire to live in your life and how you want to go about your day. So my, again, Abraham Hicks, I quoted her earlier in the episode. She always says, be selfish enough to care about how you feel because when you do that, you change everything. And you may even realize this, like how many times have you, approach somebody in a negative state and how fast did you realize that like, oh, they're in that same state or if they were in a good state, you dragged them down into your state, right? So how often have you seen that happen or the reverse? If you're in a really good state, suddenly the other person just automatically, their state gets raised too. Suddenly they're feeling better. They're in a better mood because you are. So you creating your feeling state actually changes things for other people because when you get yourself to that vibration of feeling really good, you attract that in other people. So people who normally would be more miserable, more angry, more annoying, they just somehow don't appear that way to you anymore. They are showing a different side of themselves to you. And that is simply because you are feeling really good. So you are seeing a more good side of them because of that. So this is is everything, right? Again, feeling good is everything. So when you are selfish enough to care about how you feel, you change not only your life, but you can change the lives of everybody else around you too. So I know it's hard. The way I would say to stop it is to just reprogram that belief that says you're not allowed to care about yourself first, that you're not allowed to put yourself first, that you're not allowed to be a priority in your own life because that is just a limiting belief that's going to stop you from really having the life you truly could have. So 
that is something to work on. Um, some ways you can flip beliefs, just do some journaling and do some intention setting. You can do some reprogramming using like some t- uh, different tools like your hidden mind, EFT. Um, just I love journaling in the sense of like if you write down everything you believe currently that's limiting you. So like the belief that it's selfish to put yourself first. Well, what's the opposite of that? It's it's actually like it's actually the right thing to put yourself first and and remember remind yourself of this and and put this in your head that you're allowed to put you make yourself a priority in your life you're allowed to put yourself first you're allowed to really feel good and create that state you want to feel before you take care of anybody else you're allowed to take care of yourself first and that's just how it is all right so we are coming to the very end of this week's episode and I'm so grateful for all of you being here and I'm so grateful for your questions. Thank you for submitting them and for listening. Thanks for listening to the Anne Life Podcast. My mission is to raise the vibe of the planet and make it normal for people to have it all and feel good in the process. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a positive review and share the link with your friends so they can listen too. For more from me, be sure to visit my website, jenniferblanchard.net, and join my free Facebook group, The Feel Good Life Club.